Hey, this is Dave Burgess, and you are listening to The Dave Burgess Show, where we talk education, lifestyle, entrepreneurship, fitness, wellness, principles of success, interview elite performers in their field, and most importantly, cover topics that will empower, inspire, and uplift you. Let's go. Hey, welcome to episode five of the Dave Burgess Show. We have a standalone episode today. That means there's going to be no guest interview. That means it's just me sharing a few thoughts with you. And before we get kicked off, I want to thank all of you who have been listening to the show. Thank you if you have subscribed or left a review. Also, thank you if you have shared your thoughts on social media using Dave Burgess Show hashtag. That means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And so let's go ahead and kick off episode five. In the history of rock and roll, DVD series. Jerry Garcia of the Grateful Dead was discussing the success of their live shows and the deadhead phenomenon. It's this amazing thing. The deadheads were a whole group of super fans and supporters who would follow the dead from show to show, and at each new venue, they would build it into much more than just a concert, but more of a pop-up community. I was struck as if by lightning by what he said. He basically said that it was not necessarily about the Grateful Dead or even the music. It was that they had created a space for like-minded people to be able to come together and ritualize. People who were maybe seen as weird, oddballs, or misfits by society could come to a dead concert and say, hey, there are others like me out there. I'm not alone. The music of the Grateful Dead was the soundtrack of the event. It was the ostensible reason for the venue existing. But they were really just another participant who happened to have the best seats, the stage. It was a more, it was more about this eclectic group of people coming together as a community to ritualize. And they had created that space. As educators, as, as people who run organizations, how are we helping our staff, our students, our clients find or build those spaces? I always hosted multiple clubs in my room at lunch every week. There were some really strange ones. I loved them all. It was a place where students who felt disconnected, maybe felt like a square peg in a round hole out on campus, could come and find a safe and supportive environment, a place where they, and again to quote Jerry Garcia, could find a place where the weird ones could go, right? I feel the same way about conferences. It's almost a cliche at this point for conference attendees to say that they got more out of the connections they made, the relationships they built, and their shared time outside of the session rooms than they did from the formal program. That isn't a knock on the formal programs of conferences, by the way. Like You can get a lot out of formal programs in a conference, and that's the reason why the whole conference exists in the first place. In my mind, what it is, it's validation of how important that edge time is. And we have to take advantage of that edge time and create more of that edge time for people to be able to connect and collaborate and to build those relationships. When we developed the DBC PirateCon, which unfortunately had to be canceled because of the pandemic, we tried to create it in such a way that there was all sorts of opportunities for attendees to connect with each other and with our presenters outside of the formal program. We had built-in experiences that were not on the scheduled program where people could get together, even in sometimes very small groups, and build those relationships and have that shared, unique experience with each other that we think is so important. That's kind of how I feel about the TLAP community and about other hashtag communities that have been created to support the readers of lots of our books. 
The book is the start of the conversation. It's perhaps the original reason the hashtag was birthed, but it becomes much more. It becomes the place where you can connect with not only the author, but also an entire community of readers who are sharing, collaborating, uplifting, and inspiring each other on the journey. Maybe your ideas are frowned upon in your system, or you're not getting the professional development support you need inside of your district or your school. Maybe you feel an out like you're alone, like an outlier in your area. Maybe your colleagues think you're too, quotes, out there, or mock your enthusiasm and passion for your work. There's a place for you. There's a place where you too can say, hey, there are others like me. I'm not alone. We're proud at DBC to create, build, and lead many of those communities. It's a huge part of our success. We always tell our authors, listen, don't go try to sell your book. Spread your message. That's the reason you came to us to begin with. You had a message that you wanted to share and spread in the world. Don't let that change once you have a book, right? Build communities. Become an authentic member of those communities. Be a prolific sharer in those communities. Be a connector of people. And then there's this great spirit of reciprocity in the world. And that when you help other people, when you're a community builder, when you're a prolific sharer, when you are a connector, those communities will turn around and support you as well. And so tapping into that spirit of reciprocity in the universe is a wonderful way to go for, it's a wonderful way to go through the world. It doesn't have to be TLAP, by the way. It doesn't even have to be Twitter. It doesn't have to be any of our books or any of our communities. It's about finding your people. It's about finding opportunities to connect and share the same space together. That's where and when the magic happens. And so always ask yourself, how am I making it easier for like-minded people to find me and to connect with me? How are you becoming, how are you entering the space? Are you an authentic member of the communities of which you participate in? Are you a a prolific sharer? Are you a connector of people? In what ways are you creating new spaces for your colleagues, students, or clients to connect? Maybe more importantly, how are you empowering those you serve to create their own spaces? What do you do to make sure that newcomers feel welcome and embraced when they enter the spaces that you have created? All of these things are wonderful things to consider as we move forward in education and business or whatever it is that you are working on, whatever project that you're working on. Make sure that you are creating a space for like-minded people to come together and ritualize. By the way, if you can't find that space, if you have not created that space, maybe it's time for you to make your own snow. And that's going to be the topic of an upcoming episode on The Dave Burgess Show. I can't wait to join you for that. And thank you again. This has been Episode 5 of The Dave Burgess Show, creating a space, a place to ritualize. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to The Dave Burgess Show. Let's connect. I am at Burgess Dave on Twitter. My name just flipped around to Burgess Dave. On Instagram, I am DBC underscore INC, and I blog at DaveBurgess.com. Please share your thoughts and comments on social media using the hashtag DaveBurgessShow. It would mean the world to me if you share the show with friends and colleagues, and I would be honored if you left a positive review on whatever platform you listen on. 
hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you have a question, a topic, or a guest recommendation for the show, just email me at dave at daveburgess.com. Put podcast question in the subject line, and I absolutely cannot wait to join you on the next episode.